Welcome to the On Shuffle Podcast. Coming at you now. All right, welcome back to another episode of the On Shuffle Podcast. Uh, we've got another good one for you, man. We had a good one last. We've been on a roll. We've had two good ones, um, I feel like. Uh, and before we get going, man, how you doing, dude? Uh, it's been going good. It's been going good. It's a uh, good weekend. It's been good weather. Heck yeah. yeah. You can't beat it. We've had very good weather where we're located, so it's been very nice. I actually worked yesterday, and uh, I was at a park, and... All I could think of was how good the weather was, and I just wanted to go lay in the grass. It was pretty grass. It's this pretty weather. It's just that kind of, I don't know if anybody else does that, where it's very nice, and you see pretty grass, and you're like, man, I just want to go lay in that. But anyways, glad everything's going good for you, man. Again, we've had a couple good weeks, I feel like. So if you've not listened to the previous few weeks, maybe you're new, or maybe you just had not listened in a while, go check them out. I know we had a great conversation two weeks ago um, about backing tracks and music. Last week, we did an album review, which seems to be pretty popular uh, with the listeners, um, as far as listens. So, I uh, appreciate you guys checking those out. We did Adam Lambert. We did, uh, what else was Adam Lambert and what? And Still Panther. And Still Panther. That's right. That's right. But, uh, nonetheless, we got another good one for you this week, guys. We got, um, we'll, well, you know what? We'll get that in a second. Let's stay on track. Matthew, we had homework, dude. What was our homework? Yes. Yeah, so and you may hear people in the background. Yeah, if you it's do, just, uh, they're outside of our studio and I use studio uh, <laughs> loosely. We, we do it in our, uh, my building out back. So, uh, but, uh, what, what was our homework? Yeah. So, uh, our homework was to listen to uh, Miley Cyrus. Yep. Um, and that was the homework for the weekend. Um, again, listen to Miley Cyrus and I think, uh, I guess we can still exp- obviously talk about who she is, but mm-hmm. obviously I think she's, well known enough the everybody knows who Miley Cyrus is, but she is the child of Billy Ray Cyrus, you know, former Disney star, uh, current pop star. Who I think her last song, well, she's been obviously humongous for a while, you know, of course, for a while. Um, but I think that um, I think just that with her last song, you know, you know, put her back up near the top of the. Yeah. proverbial pop charts you know as far mm-hmm. as the you know hit makers of the time um yeah so again i think everybody knows who miley cyrus is not a whole lot of uh yeah no, no big you know, introduction needed for her yeah not yeah not a whole lot of history we have to go over here you know everybody knows, knows who she is for the most part um yeah so again that was her homework listen to miley cyrus yep. um so uh i guess i'll, I'll get started get so started, uh so my Cyrus, um, I think that go, kind of going into her, like I said, she's one kind of the option. She's a child star and she's one that, um, I guess a lot, most child stars has stayed successful and not, you know, try doing like cash grabs or anything like that. She's, you know, was pretty successful. I uh, still is obviously. And, you know, she's put out hit music for a while and, She's, I think, maybe some controversy just because of, you know, some of the ex-husband stuff and um, stuff like that. But nothing too controversial. She's just kind of a modern white pop star, you know. Uh, but, um, yeah, so going into it, um, and, uh, you know, and she's one that, you know, I've got into some, you know, her, some of her songs lately before the, you know, before the, uh, this particular episode. Right. Um yeah, so I guess early on, kind of going through early stuff, it was kind of 
I mean, it's definitely, it wasn't for me because it was definitely in the, you know, the Disney era mm. of her. I wasn't a fan of the TV show. That was kind of, you know, after, it was, uh, after, after our my time. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, and I wasn't, you know, a part in the USA and stuff like that isn't, um, like I said, her clean, you know, Disney era. But I would say the, I think the rockier she's gotten, the more I've really liked her music. Right. Um, like, you know, she's, someone that i don't like you know how if it's just like obviously a natural thing or if it's just like over time or uh you know if it could like maybe drug abuse type of things where her voice has gotten really like rocky gravelly mm-hmm. it's really distorted like uh, that you know on its own i mean she was on joe rogan maybe a couple years ago right three years ago whatever and um she's had this really you know rocky and gravelly voice and if you listen to her her earlier stuff it just obviously it wasn't that way you know she was definitely just more of a normal pop star right you know you know clean you know female voice but um now i think she's i guess almost moved into like a more of a joan jet kind of a inspiration i guess um whatever it was it helped yeah i said yeah because there's a clean distinction from like the early stuff where not mm-hmm. a really big fan um other than maybe a couple songs here and there to this uh, newer rock edge that she kind of has with some of her general pop stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really a fan of her 2020 album. Um, that's the one with, uh, well, cause I think what got me into this album was she has a song with uh, Billy Idol called night crawling. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously he sounded good, you know, cause he's still Billy Idol, you right. know, but a couple of songs from that album that I really enjoyed. Um, uh, Midnight Sky. I said Nightcrawling again. Prisoners is a really good one. Um, and Plastic Hearts, the namesake, was really good. Um, and obviously before that too. But she's, I said, she's really gotten this rock, rocky voice, and that's really helped. Just more of a fan. She it puts the edge on her music that just wasn't there before for me. And like I said, someone, it's, it's something I can really grasp grasp onto. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, so, you know, so, you know, so with her music, it's definitely one that's grown on me more. I've it, this more popular, you know, era I've gotten into. Yeah. You know what? Okay. So, and I didn't, obviously, again, you mentioned at the start, everybody knows, um, everybody knows Miley Cyrus. I've never been a big Miley Cyrus fan. Of course, I'm, it's just not my cup of tea, but, uh, I told you, I told you last week, I've told you before, um, I heard her do a Christmas thing on a, uh, this, anyways, she did this Christmas thing, and I love, love, love her voice in that. And she's very distinct. You say that it's very distinct. Um, I didn't realize uh, one thing's impressive about her. She writes most of her stuff, uh, and I think that kind of separates her. Like again, a lot like Taylor Swift, they do a lot of their own stuff. They're very talented musicians. I know a lot of times uh, with these people and in, in their situation, um, they're just kind of the figurehead, and they do have a lot of help around them. Uh, but I don't think that's the case as much with her. As far as I know, uh, she does. I know it's funny. She does uh, one of her. So she obviously she has a lot of collaborators and stuff that do, uh, you know, help her out. But she's the main songwriter. She does have one person that she goes to a lot would help. And that is Dolly Parton. Didn't know that. Um, but um, I, I'll say this. I didn't realize she has, what, 10 or 11 albums. I think like 10 studio, nine or 10 studio albums uh, or counting the one that's coming up. Um but um so 
She's I love the fact that she's puts out music. I think her first one was what 2007, 2008, somewhere in there. Um, and she's put out music ever since. There's no breaks. Uh, and sometimes uh, when someone gets big enough, um, then, uh, you know, they might not. I don't want to say as hungry as they once were, because I don't know what these people think. I don't know any of them. But it kind of feels that way, you know, like uh, they kind of get to a point. This is kind of like, you know, there's really no need to put it out every year. They're making they're doing well off every individual thing they're doing. But it seems like she stays hungry, uh, which may, leads me to believe that she loves it. And uh, so that part, I respect the hell out of her as far as her uh, being a musician. I think she's very talented. Uh, I'm like you. The earlier stuff, yeah, I could take it or leave it. It's just kind of that, uh, I guess, prop up. Uh, let me, I'm going to this younger audience, and this is what, you know, they like uh, kind of pop. But I feel like over the years, she's gotten more edgier. And not necessarily that I'm a huge fan of some of it. Uh, I'm a little bit more traditional, I guess, uh, and born. But, um you know, going through her catalog this week, man, she's got some good stuff. Um, and she's one of those two that I didn't realize a lot of the songs that she has that I know. I just didn't realize it was her. I guess not knowing much about her, not paying attention to her music much. I just didn't know a lot of it was her. Um, but she's super talented. Um, and I can just see her doing this for because, gosh, no, she's only 30, dude. Like she's been around forever and she's only yeah. 30. And, you know. I'm sure that, um, and I don't mean any disrespect by this, I'm sure who her dad was helped her, uh, I guess, get a leg in uh, music, uh, fandom, like acting, whatever. Um, but, and no disrespect to her dad, but like she's, he's Molly Cyrus's dad now. Like she's not Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter by yeah. no means. Um, because I, I was a kid, Billy Ray Cyrus was huge for a couple years. Uh, off the the song uh, "Achy Breaky Heart," and then that album had like all gave some, and there was maybe one other song, but I would essentially say that if there's no, uh, I well, you know what? I'm just gonna put this out there. If there's no Miley Cyrus, then we look at Billy Ray Cyrus as a one hit wonder. Um, but that's just my opinion. I know again, he had a couple songs, but that was the song. Um, but I don't know, man. I took away from it that uh, a guy, I guess, like I have a lot of times when we do this homework, uh, might not be my cup of tea, but uh, it was very fast in my listening before I realized, like, gosh, no, she's the real deal. And there's no wondering why uh, she's on top of the food chain as she is. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, like I said, she's, you know, someone that, you know, like you mentioned, she can, she's going to be able to do it as long as she wants to. I mean, I know she's not really an actress anymore. I think she's solely, you know, a musician now. Yeah. Um, but like I said, she's she's can do this forever. Like I said, her voice, you know, can only, you know, it can only age. You know, from, you know, it's not going to get worse. Right. You know, it's going to stay the same. Um, sure. And like I said, you know, like you know, I think she is kind of leaning more into this to the rockier vibe, and you know, and it suits her. Yeah, I mean, and you know, her voice just really does you know the type of pop music because it's still pop it's mm -hmm. not definitely not rock sure. by any means but sure. the type of pop music she puts out it really does help you know her voice just lean to that um of course that you know the ed, that kind of a slight edge to it um yeah. I, and, you know she's someone that you know i'll probably check out the new album when it comes out i think maybe next week i think or a week after but i'll probably check it out and like I said I, I like that new song she put out flowers you know and um you know because she does sound good on it and it's kind of a 
throwback to a like a disco a disco um song from the 70s so um so yeah so again uh i like it you know i like her up you know i definitely continue listening to her and yeah you know check out her stuff I, I, she puts out i yeah I, i'm with you I, i'll probably uh i'll probably keep an eye on the, the new album just because again um you know it did it did pique my interest um and uh but i'll say this too dude uh something that just sticks in my mind i really admire her because she's she's unapologetically her in every facet of her life whether it be her music or just her personality and stuff um but she's not in your face like, hey, you need to think the way I do or believe the way. Like, she's just who she is. And I, I don't I've always had this huge respect for those like that because I know there's a lot of uh, people who might not care, um, you know, uh, for, for parts of her. But um, I love that it's just like, hey, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. Uh, I'm not pushing me on you. I'm not pushing my music on you. Um, I'm, just, I'm just here and I'm existing and I'm having a good time. And I don't know. It's just very... I don't know. There's just something about that I really admire. I like I like uh, artists like that, and um, she's so unique, man. And she's so intimidating. I don't know what it is. Like she's one that it seems like if I'm in a room with her, uh, I, I'm going to be intimidated. She just feels like a huge deal, and um, she just seems she just seems like a badass. Yeah, yeah. She definitely, like I said, has a presence to her different than most other famous people yeah you know she definitely has a different presence than them so uh yeah so again this, you know i'll continue listening to her and you know i know she'll continue putting out good stuff yeah you know she's talented so uh you've never heard of her check her out she's pretty good <laughs> yeah, she's pretty good <laughs> all right dude let's do what we came here to do we got uh matthew again uh we've uh came up with a great topic again this week and uh dude i'll let you take it away so yeah so um yeah, because, well, how I got started was um, this past week at work, you know, listening to music and stuff. I, a song came on by a group uh, that we definitely have mentioned, and they've changed their name, and I honestly can't remember the name of the band now. But the the new name, I know the original name, but the song, the original name of the band was The Western Sons, mm. which is a short-lived country-slash-pop group um royal sugar now yeah royal sugar now yes yeah, their new name um they uh one of their songs popped up and uh this is definitely their kind of you know country pop era and it's a good song you know it's not bad you know i you know, have it saved so it was on shuffle um yes yeah, so again uh came on and uh I, you know, I sent it to you and i was thinking um uh what a disappointment which is harsh <laughs> but uh, what kind of disappointment this group has kind of been so far, um, just because they've, I guess they haven't lived up to their to their potential. I mean, mm-hmm. they popped up on our radar five, three, four years ago. Yeah. Now it's been a while, and they have maybe five or six songs under their belt, maybe. Yeah, and maybe. like you know, I mean, they don't. I guess they don't have a lot of stuff out there to listen to right um and it just seems like i don't know they're more of a like just on, more of a presence on show, social media than like actually putting out songs and stuff and right it's just kind of a disappointment like so you know with them and they kind of spawned the idea for this topic is to kind of bands you know over the years and currently that are kind of disappointing if you want to use you know such a harsh term um you know where it, i guess because I guess the way I was thinking of it, because, you know, 
disappointing bands or dis I guess disappointments. I guess if you know, there's definitely different levels to it where there's groups that in the past that didn't live up to potential and they right, you know, either their heydays behind them, you know, like a I throw a band out there like a warrant maybe mm-hmm. where like they're short lived and they're really big top of the world. Right. And they could just disappeared and crumbled and, and I know the lead singer passed away. Rest in peace. Jenny Lane. Yep. Yep. Uh, I think Warren, there's still a version of Warren out there, I think, mm-hmm. but it's just not obviously it's, you know, their heyday is way behind them now. Yeah. So these groups that, you know, are no longer touring are no longer together or if they are where, you know, they just didn't, their careers didn't pan out, you know, I guess the way you thought they would, or those that currently are, you know, not living up to their potential, like a Western Suns, Royal Sugar. No, I now. think, uh, I think that's a great topic. Uh, and there's a bunch that came to mind. So I thought it would be very easy to talk about. And, and another thing is if we don't scratch the itch with this tonight, I guarantee you that this is something we'll revisit because as Matthew stated best and when we were going back and forth off air about this, is this one of those, there's so many levels to this. Um, and I think, again, we'll, we'll have the, we'll hit the surface of it tonight. Um, but dude, I'm ready to, I'm ready to throw some at you and talk about him. And I, and I want to start because I, I want to hit the most obvious for me. And I think you probably knew that this one would be on mine. Um, as you mentioned, if you don't, I'm, I'm assuming you did, but, um, First one that comes to mind is Foxy Shazam, uh, you know, and if you don't know Foxy Shazam, we've mentioned them on here before, of course, um, and they're not a huge band. They had a good trajectory at the beginning uh, as kind of a glam rock band uh, 10, 15 years ago. Uh, they're out of Cincinnati. I don't know when they originated, but they're out of Cincinnati. Uh, they were uh, doing really well to start off with. They've got a unique style um, and uh, j- just a very unique singer. Uh, kind of like as in Justin Hawkins with the darkness where they just have a singer who's he's on like an island by himself as far as his uniqueness and sound. Uh, and he's kind of the vocal point. And uh, they had a first the first album, Flamingo Trigger, uh, not so hot to me personally, just my opinion. But then they found their sound and uh, and their second album, which was a self-entitled Fox Shazam, had some great songs. I would say that album. Uh, probably every song on that album has become a, a, a song that I like. Uh, and then they came out with the Church of Rock and Roll, hit it out of the park again. And then after that, they put out one more album, which was dog shit. And I and I know I probably shouldn't say it, it was bad. It was just so bad. Uh, and then they put out one or two cents, maybe. they uh, they No, one cents. They, they went on hiatus. They came back. I was so excited for this. They came back a couple years ago. Put out another, and it was just as bad. Uh, it's just a whole nother sound, and um, and I just don't understand it. And that's why, to me, man, uh, very disappointed. And I know you know a little bit about them, man. What do you think when I say that? Yeah, so they're one of the groups, like you mentioned. You know, this newer newer groups or modern groups that are still going. You know, they're still young, the young in the life of the group, where they, you know kind of you know i think with this group in particular there's a few things that's uh um well it's definitely by choice one of the things that um i guess there's a distinction i guess one there's often multiple things that can lead to a group maybe not fulfilling their potential um some of it is self-inflicted where it's like just by choice and others is you know either you know the i guess when i say self-inflicted i don't mean like oh 
they weren't writing hit songs because they were obviously trying sure. to do that. But like um, groups that, like you know, they uh, they took a break, went on hiatus. Yeah, you know, so that was by choice, and then they came back, changed their sound, and it's like that. yeah. Then there's the modern groups where you know their sound their what who they are and the music they put out just isn't popular anymore yeah they had a hundred mile an hour fastball and they started throwing change-ups yeah I, yes so they i think they fall into the group where they just like it's self-inflicted you know they took a hiatus and i don't know if you know the lead singer eric nally was trying to go solo or uh, you know who knows what he was doing i, I think it was you know, some of his family related and you know all this stuff, but when they came back together and changed, it just wasn't obviously what the fans wanted because they wanted you know this group that they thought they knew in their sound. And when they came back together, it changed their sound. Yeah. And you know, I you know it's just not. I blame Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, downtown. Yeah, because you know what, you're onto something there, dude. I never thought of it like that, but that's the time that they disbanded. They they took their hiatus. And he start he put out uh, some solo stuff. He actually, I think it was an album, if I'm not mistaken. I know there was definitely an EP, but um, it's almost like he was trying to feed off, build off of that uh, momentum because that was the song of the dang summer yeah. or year, you know, back in what 2011 or 12. Um, but it was it was a really big song, and uh, and it's almost like it just wasn't capitalized right. And I and I just I don't know, uh, but you hit the nail on the head there. And I think that must have been what it was, and it just didn't work, you know. Yeah, and well, and you know, like I said, if he was trying to go solo, I mean, he definitely missed a good opportunity. Or I know he did put out some, like you know, some stuff, and it was just strange, Very. just like weird pop music, if you want to call it that. And it just wasn't, like I said, so um, definitely like a newer group, like I said, that was self-inflicted, so I had choice. But I would say another group, that, you know, newer group that um, sound just like their sound, and you know, their what's popular just kind of went by them. Um, I don't know. Cause there's, they just don't want to put too many, you know, put too many groups, you know, bang on them, I guess. You right. Know? Um, this disappointment is a, you know, harsh title, but like, um, well, I, I don't know. Maybe Western sons would fit in that group, you know, where, uh, well, I guess for them, they, they don't know what they're really wanting to do. Yeah. They've not had, a- uh, yeah, yeah. they have. I guess they're still, you know, like uh, in the life cycle of a band. They're definitely probably still like a almost a like a newborn baby. Of course, kind of. You know, they haven't put up play, played enough to kind of put out enough to know their sound and right. what they're kind of, you know, what they want to sound like. You know, I, you know, I follow the I think uh, the group on social media and the lead singer and. Um, I also don't know, know, know what they know, what they want to do. No, and know? it's frustrating because that lead singer, I do too. I follow them on social media. And, uh, you know, and of course, I'll keep following Royal Sugar because, uh, like you mentioned, they're still in their FC. And, and who knows what will come of this. And maybe maybe they'll find the direction. They obviously have plenty of time. But, man, he's so talented. Uh, and, and, you know, if you I don't know his name, so I, I can't tell you to follow. Just follow Royal Sugar Tyler, on Instagram. Tyler or something. Yeah, there you go. Ty, yeah. Uh, but, like, he'll just – uh, he'll be in a room and he'll just start singing uh, something '80s or something glam or, or, or and the guy's got a voice and it's so easy for him and uh, just so unique. Like uh, he, I can't, even, I don't even compare him to. Like he's very, very unique. But uh, as Matthew mentioned, 
when they were Western Sons, they put out a handful of songs and they were gold. They're really good songs. Um, and it's almost like, you know, you would think like, OK, this is what they want to do. This is good. Um, and then they just, you know, and I know they it seemed like they went through a few and I know they not put out stuff, but they went through a few bandmates. And, uh, uh, you know, obviously the the core two, him and the um, the other guy, uh, guitars, they yeah. um, they've been like the two consistent ones. But I, I don't know. It is. It, and Royal Sugar, they did put out a song that wasn't bad a couple months ago. But it just wasn't it wasn't that Western Sun stuff, you know, and yeah, and I guess, you know what, to maybe try to be uh, polite here, maybe uh, it's easier said when we're sitting here looking at it like this is what you should do. I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing in music. I know like if you watch sports and you're like, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? And, you know, you call them a what an armchair quarterback or whatever. Like, I don't know if that's a thing in music. I just know that, uh, you know, something worked for you. And uh, you would just think like, damn it, like this, this was good to me. Why, why are you changing that? You had to know this is pretty dang good. Um, but uh, but no, you nailed the head on that Royal Sugar. I feel like five Shazam's like that. Um, and I think there's one we both uh, have on the tip of our tongue. And I'm waiting for you to say it, dude. Um, well, I know there's a group that ended up being a disappointment. Yep. Um, they're trying to think of the kind of how, how we were putting it. You know, definitely, uh, I guess they just, because like they didn't fit the one that with it, their sound just doesn't work. Because I think uh, this group sound, you know, I think they just couldn't get going, and that's the scent. Yep. Um, you that's know, so thinking. again, that's that's um, again a, a probably more personal group to us than honestly anyone listening. Yeah. Um, if you know know who they are, then congratulations. Uh, uh, you know they are. I love yeah, you. yes, by yes, handful of people, <laughs> but um. Again, Australian group, you know, that um, they're just Australian rock group who um, kind of put out pop rock, you know, nothing too heavy, you know, some promising stuff. And uh, they just couldn't get going. Uh, who knows why not a whole lot released because, you know, yeah. these younger bands, they don't, you know, they, they don't actually not very clear as far as like what's going on, right. like as far as personally. Right. So who knows if it was personal reasons or just, you know, who honestly knows why they why this group split up. But, um, so again, this, the scent, so you know, he has a lot of promise, you know, this group, you know, young groups, like I mentioned that I guess each group has their own reasons on why it just doesn't work. But uh, this group is, again, it's probably self-inflicted. Yeah. You know, just didn't you know, keep going. And they, they're so good. They're so good. Uh, uh, Matthew put me on these guys uh, a few years back, like, cause they originally Cato, um, which uh, had a very good start because uh, what was the guy's name? That was a bass player. Uh, oh, no idea. Uh, gosh, no, what's the guy's name? He was in uh, poison and, um, uh, my, uh, Mitch, Mitch Lafon. Okay, yeah. Well, that wall. Uh, is that him no, or is Mitch, another guy? Uh, He's like a. No, it's not him. But I, you know, who I'm talking about. Uh, but anyways, uh, and I think some of you um, more uh, heavier rockheads or, or more, uh, I guess oh, we'll get it. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll get it. But uh, but they had a really promising start. Did some uh, good touring and um and I hate I don't and I and I guess I'm a Christian, so I don't I try not to sound. Uh, I guess um I don't want. I, I just say it. Kurt Lodi, uh, Loney is um, one of the musical prophets to me. Like there's a handful of them that I feel like it's just like they have the it factor. And the singer for Cato or The Scent, uh, his name's Kurt Loney. 
And uh, and I did find out recently that Kurt Loney is actually in Tennessee, in Nashville still. Uh, and I think he's producing. So, uh, you know, he because I saw where he produced for some younger uh, country talent who's trying to get started. Um, so, of course, he's still in it. And uh, and you know what? One one common thing with all these guys that we're talking about so far uh, and we've got more. But one common thing is they're all so young. So although we're saying it's disappointment, I guess it's their start, uh, how they kind of they put it in fourth gear pretty quick uh, or they got to fourth gear. And uh, and then they kind of just, uh, you know, it didn't work what they were currently doing at the time. So, you know, there's still hope for all of them. I mean, I, I follow Kurt Loney. I probably look up Kurt Loney once a month uh, just to make sure there's nothing he's doing, uh, you know, that I don't know about. Uh, and that's how much I think of him and his music. Um, but, you know, I was hoping Matthew would say The Scent because that is one that and there's something about I guess Australian rock bands always have a special place to me. They have a certain sound. Um, but this guy, and I don't even know how to compare him, dude. Like, uh, th- there's a lot of STP and, and some, uh, in the scent, uh, their stuff, like his stuff with the scent, which is actually, at, you know, at, it's, uh, I guess at the end of the scent and hopefully there, it will we'll still get more, but at the end, it was just him. There was no more bandmates. Um, but, um, yeah, just distinct, great, great, uh, singer, but also, uh, you know, great musician. Like he did, uh, in the scent, I want to say he did all guitars and drums and obviously vocals. His friend, uh, did the uh, bass, but, um, but man, I, again, I guess I'm just saying that to say, like, I hope that, uh, with some of these that there's still, um, you know, there, there's still something something left in the tank with him did you find out what his name was maloney wasn't it uh malloy malloy mitch malloy yeah um yeah uh yeah so so i know we talked about some young groups that were like a lot of promise and still do you know still turn into something right um, but then they guess to shift our focus to maybe some mm. older groups you know that Got some either either or no longer doing it or still are doing it and it's just not you know yeah they had more time passed yeah like, yeah like time has passed so like i mentioned warrant you know out front i know they have five i think they had a couple big albums you know uncle tom's cabin and of course cherry pie right and um pr- yeah but pretty much once they got out of the 80s they just disappeared uh which i mean there's probably a list of 80s bands but uh we can probably mention but i guess for me there's a distinction of like groups that had ex- uh, extended success but then those that like, like you know, they, they, the saying is flew too close to the sun. Sure. And then they just, like, so they just, their 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 best days were in the '80s. Were like, for instance, comparing them to a group that, uh, I think, their best days were probably in the '80s, but they're still putting out quality stuff. Uh, it's like Striper mm. group, you know. I think they were, you know, way bigger in the '80s, you know, as far as like their their highest peak, you right? Know, hit to hell with the devil and soldiers uh, under command, but they've put out, still put out quality stuff. Yeah. If you think, uh, I think there, I think I heard, um, I think one of the things with Eddie Trunk, you know, when I, when I listen to him sometimes, he was talking about how some of these, like, cause he'll get, you know, he, he's on the radio show, the people call him, it's like, hey, what happened to this group? And it's like you just don't follow the group. They're still doing it. Like I said, Hey, what, what happened to Stripper? I was so big, such a big fan in the eighties. So it's like, well, they put out like they play music, three or four albums from the like last five years. You know, it's like, they're still, and it's yeah. like really good still. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
so that's the difference between like a warrant or even like a like a skid row yeah. to to like a you know striper or of course the bigger groups like maybe like a Dokken where they were really big in the eighties and obviously a lot of these groups their heydays were back then yeah but it's different when like I said they still still put out quality stuff after the fact right even if it is like I mean, you know not the eighties anymore sure because even White Snake was still it's you know still putting out good stuff their last album I think it was with um. When they had Rhett, what's the, what's the guitar player's well, it's name? It's just two or three years ago, right? Yeah, Doug, Doug, Doug Aldrich, mm-hmm. and uh, and then now they have Joel Hoekstra as the guitar players. Um, like I said, it's still about quality stuff, yeah. you know. And um, so I mentioned Warrant. Well, uh, the real fast with Warrant, yeah. man. One thing I want to say before I, before I forget about it, when you mentioned Warrant, they're one, and you and I have talked about this too before, they're one that I think their problem is, and this they're not the only one. I just throw them in these categories because I know Warrant the C Warrant's an LA based band. They formed in the mid eighties, but they didn't have success until like the end of the eight, like eighty nine, uh, somewhere in there. So it's almost like they're yes, I'm with you. Like they do fall in this. But it's like it's I guess to me it's disappointing that they didn't uh, I feel like if they'd have called on a few years earlier, so they could have had some of that eighties glam rock success, that that hair metal type. Like cause they, they fit in a lot, you know, especially the early success, but they they just too late, you know? Yeah, and you know, another group that can probably go into this category, probably like a wing or two. Oh yes. Yeah. Y'all started too late. Oh, immensely talented band. With a lot of great songs, you know, I'm a fan of theirs, and you know, uh, I know they still tour and yep. they still, you know, still, you know, prevalent out there on the road. Uh, I don't think they put out any new music in a long, you know, while, long while, so that I don't think they're that's not their focus anymore. And I'll leave my wife right now for Kip Winger, that's a beautiful uh, man, yeah, still, <laughs> and, and like you know, and he still sounds pretty good. I mean, obviously, he, he can't get all the same notes, and he does a lot of acoustic yeah. type shows now, and yeah, he uh, it's still really good. Um, but a group that, like you mentioned, they just didn't catch on to like too yeah. late, and you know they probably didn't get uh, didn't form form as a group until the mid eighties, right? Um, and like I know like a group like a strike like a striper, they're one of the first hair metal groups that got. I mean, they 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 got started like in the early eighties yeah. with like Motley Crue. You right. know, they think they were on the same record label with Motley Crue. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, so they were like you know one of the older ones doing it. Yeah, and. Um, but like maybe like a uh, maybe even older group that maybe isn't. Well, I guess it's hard to speak about, speak about older groups. After a certain point, it's like, like is it considered a disappointment that like that said the Beatles were only played like like were like together for eight years or like nine years or something like that? Was that a disappointment? Is that was that just like? I guess it's the way you spin it, right? Yeah, it's because like, in that when you say it like that, hell yeah, it is. I mean, and like, obviously, you would think it's a disappointment, but then again, they have such quality stuff, and it's just like they're a legendary group. Yeah. But like, like I keep referring to like Warrant or like a Striper, obviously not on Beatles level, sure. but you know, they did put out quality stuff, and it was probably, you know, still a well, not a short, shorter lifespan, but like their peak was shorter. Yeah. And. I guess they didn't put out as much quality stuff. And I guess yeah. like the fact that they are still kind of present now doesn't, I guess, help the cause at all. I mean, right. 
like I said, I think the Beatles, I think what helps a lot of these older, older groups that they don't qualify as a, let's say a disappointment, quote unquote, is because like they were only in existence for like, you know, a handful of time. Yeah. Like the Sex Pistols or the Clash or like these groups that were like very short lifespan, like mentioned CCR a few, you know, weeks ago, probably months ago, where short lifespans, but they like, they are so like, you know, if the sun, you know, if the sun is the A list, they were on like camping out in that motherfucker. Yeah. Well, and also too, dude, the, I thinking about that, which you and I've talked about this, another difference. And when you go back in time far enough, like when we talk about CCR and the Beatles and stuff, like uh, a eight to 10 year, four year span, whatever, you know, they were, they, uh, nowadays we're talking about an album or two, but back then, man, they put out an assload of music in that short time, you know? Yeah, they put out, you know, like five or six albums in four years. And yeah, like, they put out like yeah, a lifetime's worth of music. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, which I tend to agree with you, though, like uh, with those. I, You know what? I've got one. I've got two old ones. I want to throw this one out to you first uh, because um, I guess because you went back far uh, and this one's dating back far. But one that uh, I will say, and again, someone could say, no, 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 no disappointment here. But uh, Bobby Caldwell pop, pops to mind. And Bobby Caldwell, I think everyone, uh, if you don't know him, he has a big, he's a, he's basically a one hit wonder. Um, had a really big song, which uh, wasn't supposed to be. He put out this album and then uh, uh, they didn't like it. The producers didn't like it or, or what, uh, you know, the executives didn't like it. And uh, he had to go back. I guess he had like 24 hours or something to, to you know, do one more thing or whatever. And, uh, and anyways, long story short, he put out the big song of his, uh, and I don't know the title off my head, but, uh, but anyways, uh, it was huge out of the gate. And, um, and then, you know, he just kind of, and he had huge success overseas. I want to say in, um, Japan or so, you know, big time, but just never had what you would think after, uh, his opening, you know, single. So, um, but he's always had a name. Um, you know, I know, like in the R&B community, they always refer to him as Uncle Bobby because, uh, you know, you got this little weird looking white guy who's just like belting uh, and this beautiful R&B um, soul music from the late 70s, early 80s. But uh, I would have to say him um, again. You would I would have just thought his trajectory after his big song would have been, you know, so. Yeah. Um, and I guess a good comparison, because like how, I guess what I was trying to draw with like some of these older groups, it's like after so many years. You know, is it good because it was good, or is it just good because it was like once, like once upon a time, many, sure. many years ago? And in reality, it wasn't as good as it's made out to be. Right. So it's kind of hard to. So it's like with some vintage, like vintage cars. I mean, if you look at like the Ford Pinto, the, that's a vintage car. I mean, that was, those cars are probably 40, 50 years old, mm-hmm. probably now. And, so it's vintage, you know, you, I don't know how, what they retail for now, but they're a piece of shit. Yeah. And at the time they were now it's kind of, you know, pop culture wise. I mean, I know stranger things, the more the, the, the mom had one, obviously Wayne's world, the four Pinto on there. My dad had one. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> well, you know, yeah. So it's like, you know, now they're vintage, right? but at the time there, there it was a piece of shit. Yeah. Where like some of these groups, if you want to draw a comparison, like, uh, well, I'll say like a winger cause, cause obviously looking back, the music was good, mm-hmm. but at the time they were shit on. Yeah. 
uh, now they're good because you can look back and like, oh, like you can look back away from the, you know, the time period and you're not sucked into like the pop culture, the, the, your opinion, in, yeah. the environment of the time. Yeah. And it's like, they were really good. About the time they were like shit on yeah, or like, for sure, like, uh, we're like, uh, I think looking back now like the Backstreet Boys, for instance, where like at the time they were big, but in a certain, certain select group, you know, audience they they weren't, they were like, you right. know, the antithesis of what they liked the music. I mean, yeah. Nirvana fans were not Backstreet Boys fans, no, you know, not. you know, and I think now Nirvana, you, uh, Backstreet Boys fans do have Nirvana shirts though. Yeah, definitely, definitely true. But like, yeah, like twenty years from twenty years from since then, like nowadays, you can like, oh yeah, both groups were good. You can look at them both as you know, comparative to that. But then like, groups that like at the time they were well received, but now you're like, like, like how the fuck was Lint Biscuit popular <laughs> or like Corn? You know, it's like these groups, you know, they have their fans. Don't get yes. me wrong with like. You know, another group from the time like Seven Dust. You know, it's like they have their sound and their fans, but or like Insane Clown Posse. Or yeah, like they have their fans, but at the end of the day, some of the music is just not good. Well, it's funny, dude, because I I have to throw myself under the bus here because like you, the ones you just mentioned, the Corns, the Limp Biscuits, the Seven Dust, like, and I was fans of theirs, and then but now separating it again, like you just said, when you when you separate it, uh, and you get out of that time frame and you listen, you're like, man, what the hell was we into? Uh, yes yeah. it's like is it is it a disappointment the group or is it right just like you know our taste at the time yeah or like our collective not just ours like our collective taste as like you know as a community you know, group community, well, what have you um yeah so i guess what what i guess it's hard to consider what we would consider a disappointment now yeah. i guess yeah but um because like i said there's definitely levels to it where like the new bands that still have potential this you know but then there's older bands where they were like really big and they just like crashed and burned yeah and they just you know short-lived you know and it was like a a, a richie valens you know kind mm. of like you know obviously definitely not by choice what happened to him obviously sure. he passed away before he even got going himself but like i said you know he was a hit song you know immensely popular hanging out with Roy Orbison and all those guys. And obviously his life was taken by a plane, plane crash. Mm -hmm. And it's like, uh, or Steve Ray Vaughan. Yep. Taken before his time, you know, and it's like immensely talented, but I guess they're not a disappointment mm -hmm. because obviously what happened to them was not my choice. Sure. Sure. It's just what happened, happened. And like, you know, at the end of the day, just all this unused potential, just obviously, yeah, it's just not it's a, used. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. I mean, that 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 plays. I mean, it's you know, it might be a different way of disappointment, but it's like you said, it's it's just there's yeah. elements to it. It's still a disappointment. Yeah, not on them, but just in general, right. as far as what happened. Dude, another one. Uh, <clears throat> okay. So I like where you're going with this. I like where you know you're talking about the different elements of of you know what would be disappointment. Here's one for me. Um, sometimes a concept is really good, but at the end of the day, um, you know, on paper things are good, and then you know they're a disappointment. Now I'm not gonna sit here and say I that there was any buildup for me with this group, but um, I want to throw one at you. Um, Alderbridge, 
Uh, okay, so the concept of Otter Bridge, you've got this backing band of one of the biggest rock bands, whether you like them or not, one of the biggest rock bands of the last 30 years. Um, and you have a guy like Miles Kennedy, who's a you know once in a generation type singer, uh, and you put them together. And I mean, of course, to me, that concept is man, this is gonna, this is gold, this is lightning in a bottle. And of course, it's not. Now, I know. If you're listening, you're a big Otter Bridge fan. I that's it's just an opinion, of course, like anything we say. But uh, you know, I think that that's a perfect example of um, a, a disappointment when maybe otherwise uh, it would sound good. Okay, because I like Audio Slave and Velvet Revolver, uh, but I can see where a lot of people might say, you know what, that's another one of those uh, where you know it's a disappointment to someone who the concept does sound good, did sound good, but. When it happened, it just wasn't, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, and I, and I think they were, they would fall into the group that I mentioned you know, earlier on where they, it's just their sound. Like, the, what's popular nowadays just sure. isn't necessarily popular. Like, their sound just isn't popular. Yeah. And like, and it's, you know, I guess it's one of those things that you can't, you, you kind of commend them for, like, you know, not selling out and doing something that's against who they are. Right. But also at the end of the day, you know, is it a group's responsibility to change to be popular? Is it just put out, put put out what you you know what you want, what you like, put out you know music that you enjoy and you're proud of, and if it's popular, it's popular. If it's not, it's not. And I know that's kind of kind of ch- you know changes per per genre and per level of popularity, but yeah, but I get what you're saying, and also too, it would be I guess it's awesome for those bands who don't have to change anything they do. They could put out what they like, and it's and like I'm assuming like a Metallica, like they do what they want and what sounds good to them, and obviously it's always gold. But uh, but I do know, I mean, I, there's bands that I listen to that uh, you know, they kind of got bigger and their like their sound changed to um, when they got bigger, the people liked it. Uh, I guess the majority liked it. And of course, I'm sitting back thinking, like, man, I don't like this, but, uh, and I might get upset, but at the end of the day, like, who the hell am I to get upset? I'm one album sale. Like, uh, why wouldn't they, you know, make their money and, and do mm-hmm. what people want to hear? Um, so, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I think with a certain level of popularity, like you mentioned Metallica, where they, they can do whatever they want and, Anything. like, you know, they have a building audience and, I think they can still make waves, whether it's a good album. Like <laughs> they could put out a polka album, and it's gonna well, sell. You know, like <laughs> Death Magnetic, which was you know obviously really good, or like Lulu, which was the uh, what's his, the guy's name off the top of my head? I'm not thinking of Lou Reed oh, yeah. album with Metallica, where it was just you know not Metallica. It was you know I think they've even said it's more of a Lou Reed album, and they're just a backing group than it was like a Metallica Metallica album. Yeah, but like you know they can do whatever they want. But then there's like the groups that I can mention, like an Alder Bridge, where they are, you know, they're still going, they still put out music, they still put out music, and that, you know, they have have a fan base. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's all they, that's all you can try to, uh, you know, you know, keep doing them justice, yeah. I guess, you know. Um, so I guess, like, yes, there's different, I guess, like levels of disappointment where it's just like, you know, like a group just doesn't, turn out to, to be what like you know what they you know what you expected like an alter bridge where yeah. like creed was the straw that stirs the drink you know yeah. that's, that's the phrase that you know, they they uh, well for a short period of time ruled the rock world and Amen. you know even the pop radio they were just so popular they and were like, it yeah like i said they like they like you know they, they were in charge and 
and Alder Bridge, you think, okay, better singer, they can keep doing it, and yep. they just didn't. Uh, yeah, just happened. You know, as, as far as like as popular and, and like older groups where, you know, like a like a, you know, I think in in sports they have these uh, in mainly in the NBA they kind of have these this microwave type of players where they get you know they can get hot at any time mm. and it's like short burst, but then they can be just as cold and just as bad. Right. And a group like the eighties were full of these groups of where course. like short lived, you know. Like I said, piping hot groups like, like like a microwave, but then the, again, like a warrant or even a winger. I mean, they were very popular, but also hot, you know, hot stuff. But then they just like you know disappeared, yeah. like, or just they stopped putting out good music. Or like uh, another group I would pipe though in there is like a Skid Row, mm. where you know, again, short lived, half hit songs, but like again, just not you know i think there's a lot of things going on with that group but they just didn't live up there to their potential as far as like their sound but um i like that one i like that one a lot because skid row's one that uh i you know of course we all have there's a lot of skid row songs we all love but also if it's not one of those songs like it's it's terrible like you know what i mean like yeah or like yeah or it's like just like average yeah well you're right right and it's just like yeah like they're molten lava hot or to me like they're ice cold you know yeah and you know and i know they were like you know they're a group like you know we've covered on the pod because we like the new lead singer and obviously wish them all the luck and we reviewed their album last year and it was okay, average, you know, nothing too hot as far as like a song, nothing too good. Sure. All average, you know, to decent. Um, but, uh, but like I said, a group that was just like, you know, songs, you know, they were part of the 80s that like on any 80s playlist, at least I remember you, it's going to be on there. 18 to Life's going to be on oh, there. Of course. But like, that's about it uh, as far as songs that people know. Um, which again, there's groups in every decade. I mean, there's probably groups in the seventies that like, a a group that I, I honestly got it into for a short period of time. Grand Funk Railroad, mm. a song, uh, you know, uh, everybody knows some kind of wonderful, which is their song. Yeah. Um, uh, we're an American band that everybody, you know, poisons covered, you know, multiple groups have covered. They're still going that uh, Bruce Kulick on guitar, former kiss, uh, yeah. guitarist and they're still going, uh, so they're a 70s group that got really hot and, you know, they just, they have their fans, you know, some of their fans maybe have passed away because this group, they got started in probably like 1970, right, I think. Right. Um, but, you know, these groups that I guess they're almost like artifacts almost now mm. where uh, you can't say they're a disappointment, but like, you know, if, if you're looking through, like I said, like kind of like, you know, if you're digging in the sand or bones, you find, oh, this is Grand Funk Railroad. This is, you know, they're putting out really good stuff. But then you listen to it and it's like, okay, yeah, some of these songs are really good. But then it's like a lot of this is just like jam band. Like they, they probably recorded this and put it out. Yeah. You know, and like, you know, they've recorded this in an evening. Where I, and I could say that as a, being a fan, listening to their music and these songs that don't seem like some of the, some of their songs just you don't know where it's going. It's just kind of like long drawn out. And it's just like they recorded like a jam session and okay, this is, let's come up with aim for this song. Uh, you know, so I guess there's definitely disappointment. It's kind of definitely a harsh word 
you know, and you don't want to think of like your, your, some of your favorite bands as a disappointment. But, yeah. Uh, but what other word you use, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, like another group, like a new guy, like Bona Vega. I mean, not, not, you know, again, a lot of potential. We're definitely fans and we talk, you know, we put out an EP, uh, sex, hugs and rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, but I think his, my disappointment with him and some of these newer groups, they just don't do or put out a lot. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know, I think he has maybe an album before he got like popular with America's Cop Talent. Um, but then like, he just puts out just like singles. Yeah. Just like singles after single after single. Right. 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 Uh, and it's just like, I want you to no more go on tour instead of just yeah. hanging out in LA all the time doing bachelorette parties or whatever yeah, the hell he does. Speedos, huh? Yeah. Wearing Speedos <laughs> and putting on like a stage play and yes. like put out an album uh, and tour. But, so that's kind of like my fight own, own personal yeah, I'm with disappointment. You. Yeah, I'm with you. Hey, you know, another one, I just off the top of my head, there's one more I kept thinking about. And I know this one isn't probably a disappointment to anybody else besides us, because there's probably not many people who know him, I would think. Um, but I'm thinking of a Canadian uh, quartet of brothers, uh, Bleaker. Remember? Uh, yeah. So Bleaker's this band, if you've not heard of, uh, and you probably have it, they came out, they had an album, uh, was very good. It was... Uh, definitely pop yeah like pop rock but yeah right know, catchy and still like oh, i don't really know a comparison yeah them. i don't either but you hit it on the head it's pop rock and and it's it's that good sound pop rock and and then they uh i want to say that's their only album too they put out a lot of eps but um but everything since like it went it went straight pop no rock at all yeah, um, early pop. yeah and and i don't know it just lost what uh i felt like they had uh, because they were kind of unique and uh, had a really good sound. And um, I don't know, it just went out the window there. Uh, but I, I would say people's heard the song from Bleaker, like a lot of people have. Maybe, yeah, maybe. One yeah. that like video games and, you know. Uh, well, I guess the way I, way I discover them is different than maybe other people. Okay. Are, but I, I find them on Spotify. Okay, gotcha. But, uh, yeah, so, but I know they're a Canadian band, so they probably, and I know they kind of did more, have more success in Canada, but uh but yeah, a group that, you know, they just changed their sound. So it's definitely, yeah. you know, personal, uh, personal decisions, but it's just like, he's just not good yeah. for me no. anymore. And I, I'm a pop guy. It's just not good. Yeah. No. Uh, compared to the rock stuff, but I'm with you. Uh, yeah. So I guess there's definitely levels to disappointment. Um, I guess the only thing that as a music fan, I guess to tie it all up is to, uh, obviously enjoy what enjoy enjoy with you enjoy you know, there's a group that like you know warrant or a group like you know a personal favorite of mine like i said, mentioned winger you know short-lived but very successful a lot of hit songs and and then then at the end of the day um enjoy what you enjoy and if you like these bands you probably like more of their songs that aren't hits yep you know i mean like uh well Walk well, probably a group like for me and you to darkness. Mm. Definitely not a disappointment because they're still putting out putting out albums and sure and still you know in the public eye to a degree, but they're not putting out like hit songs anymore. No. They're not like charting on like you know they're not in pop culture anymore as far as like that. I mean, just Justin Hawkins' YouTube channel is probably more in, like doing more of a more of a footprint in pop culture than like the group does. But, yeah, um, but a group they're not putting out like. Yeah, you know, charting songs anymore. I mean, right. Your permission to land was damn two that like two thousand three. Yeah, like three. Yeah, and they haven't probably had a like a charting song since then. 
as far as like in like the billboard, you know, yeah. what's considered popular. But like we love them, and like we, you know, can list off more than enough songs to impress you as a fan. Uh, you know, so I think that's what at the end of the day, whether a group's a disappointment or not, as far as fuck, uh, you know, thousand feet in the air point of view, you can still enjoy them and be a fan. Yeah, and also too, you hit it there. Uh, you said uh, like what you like, and also or enjoy what you like, and also enjoy it while you can, because that's another thing I've had to learn is I'm always waiting for the next. Uh, like okay, that album was okay, but uh, I can't wait to their next one. And then sometimes those days just don't come, and you look back and you're like disappointed, but you you know you have to realize like well everybody doesn't stay together for 30, 40 years. Like it just doesn't work that way. So if you get a you know. If you get eight to ten years out of a band or artist or you know group that you uh, that you like, and they put out a handful of albums, um, then sometimes that's just what it is, and you kind of have to um, go back. Uh, you know, I mentioned on this podcast a lot, and over time, uh, Bad City, which could be in here too, because they only had one album, and uh, they they would come out of the gate swinging, um, and then they had all the troubles they had, and you know they're of course you've had members pass pass away now, and and they're just they'll never be again. Um, but I'm able, they had that one album. I'm able to go back to it whenever I want to. And uh, I'll always have 40 minutes of them anytime I want to, uh, to freaking rock out. And, uh, you know, so, uh, enjoy what you enjoy and enjoy it while you can, because, uh, you know, it's, you know, we're living in an awesome time for music, whether, uh, you know, some people know it or not. Um, some of you out there might think that, um, you know, we don't have the good rock anymore or, or, you know, whatever it might be, but I promise you it's out there. It might not be as easy to see as it once was, but, uh, but it's there and you just have to seek it out. Um, you know, so, um, I I would just have to say that too. Um, yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, so uh, I guess, you know, that being our main topic because we didn't talk about any recommendations. Um, so, uh, it's quite a bit so um just a, a couple youtube things and a couple songs okay. so on um i know there's a popular show i guess it's popular called the mass singer um uh being on twitter so the other night um i don't know what channel i think they're on fox um whatever that channel is for you um you know mass singer just kind of go over the concept they kind of they have these b to c level celebrities so they're less popular, but they kind of wear costumes and they go and sing, you know, songs and they kind of have uh, a panel of judges determine who they are. Yeah. You know, they have a guest and uh, the group that does the best vocally, they go on to the next round and there's a winner and all this other jazz. Um, uh, what was so popular the other night was what was trending on Twitter was um, a group on there. I'm just going to say it. It's the Pentatonics. Mm -hmm. They're on the show. It's kind of very blatant. You know, it's kind of like if Ozzy Osbourne was wearing a mask. Oh, that's Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. It's just like, that's his sound. That's who, that's who that is. Uh, it was Pentatonics. They sounded really good. They covered what song they cover. Um, I can't remember what song they covered, but uh, it was really good. So a shot, the shot, shot that out. Another mass singer. Um, and I'm about to show you this out all, you know, all, all fair. Um, a few years, a couple years ago, Nick Carter was on the show and he destroyed it. He was like, uh, Nick Carter from Backstreet Boys fame was on it. Um, he had like five or six songs. So he sang on the show. So he was like on there for a while. Um, and he sang rock songs, he sang journey. He sang Bon Jovi. Uh, he sang toxic by Britney Spears. And they, they were 
all very good. Like I can't, you know, Backstreet Boys. I think they're more of a group, mm-hmm. you know, so I can't say, oh yeah, he's the best singer because he he probably wasn't of the group. Yeah, but he is really good. I'm about to show you off air because he's really good. Heck yeah. Uh, so uh, shout that out and some songs. Um. So I sent you, uh, and I sent you one song um, this past week. So I want to shout out. Um, I sent you a weekend song, yep. the weekend. Yep. Uh, so that you know, popular uh, R and B cat from a played Super Bowl a few years ago. I think me and you, maybe the only people that liked it. Yeah. Um, but I, the song off this last album, Dawn FM, is the, is the album. Um, it's called Out of Time. Mm-hmm. Definitely is a throwback '80s R&B song. It's not like uh, like it has like it's not anything modern in it. It's so retro, such an old sounding song. Um, and I love a little uh, snippet in the at, near the end because it's Don FM is the name. It's like a radio station type of thing. Uh, they have a radio broadcaster, radio DJ at the end. Put out some spill, whatever. Uh, and it's Jim Carrey. So he's actually doing the, the radio DJ nice. at the end of the song. So, uh, so again, that's out of time. It's the song by the weekend. Very good. Check it out. All right, cool, dude. I got a couple for you too, uh, to check out first one. I, and this has been out for, uh, for a long time, actually 2009. I found it this week. Um, what I've mentioned on here, my, one of my favorite albums of all time is a, uh, album number. It's called 10 by Pearl jam came out in 1991, kind of changed uh, music for the nineties and forever actually. Um, but uh great album but i found uh they something they released uh, about 13 14 years ago called uh pearl jam 10 redux and uh just to, i'm going to read you the the title so you know exactly what it is pearl jam were still coming together as a band when they recorded their debut album 10 despite its multi-platinum success the album never sat well with band members who felt it was too tight too slickly produced too vocal heavy and with too much reverb uh, so in the late 2000s, it was decided the early Pearl Jam album would be revamped into an anniversary additions to celebrate the band's year ser- years of service and producer Brandon O'Brien, who successfully produced the band's second album, Verse, and all the three. Uh, so basically, um, it has like uh, the some of the guys uh, way the favorite, I guess, mix um, in it and um and it's got some demos but it's about 17 songs and it's really cool because if you're a fan of pearl jam or not even pearl jam because again i've mentioned i'm not a big pearl jam person but uh if you're a fan of that album it's just really cool to go back and and see um you know maybe more some concepts i guess so to speak um so check that out uh first one up off of my uh, uh other recommendations uh i'm sent matthew uh group this week called stargazer they put out an album called uh life will never be the same uh i really like the album there was three songs that i plucked off uh rock the sky uh live today and heartbroken um heartbroken is more of a ballad they're three good songs um so stargazer really talented singer um so i I would definitely tell you to check them out probably my favorite album uh that i want to shout out uh i've that i've heard and well as far as rock and roll uh, one of my favorite rock albums I've heard in the last half a year or so. Uh, but Trench Dogs uh, put out an album called Stockholmania. Uh, Stockholmania. Yeah, yeah. So um, have you heard, have we talked about Trench Dogs? Have you heard Trench Dogs? No. Okay, very unique glam rock band, uh, foreign glam rock band. And they are, I tell you, they're so unique. It took me a while. I did not realize that the singer was not a female, he's a male. 
And uh, it caught me off guard when I found out because I just I saw an album cover uh, and I was like, damn, like, where's the chick at? And it, there's no chick. Uh, so anyways, very unique sound. Uh, and I'm big on these guys right now after this new album. So check them out. And uh, and then the last one, there's a pop song that stuck in my head uh, by a group called Little Image. And the song is Out of My Mind. So nonetheless, there's uh, some good recommendations from the both of us. Check them out. Guys, I appreciate you listening as always. It's been a lot of fun and, uh, doing this. Uh, what you got, dude? Go yeah, I was going to say, um, I actually have, I want to give the homework. Oh, uh, yes. kind of did the Miley Cyrus, but. Hell yeah. Um, I want to say there's, um, not in, uh, there's a 50th, uh, uh, 50, what am I trying to say? 50 uh, year anniversary of the Dark Side of the Moon. Ooh, Came I saw that. Pink Floyd. Yep. So I think we should listen to them for, um, no personal favorite of mine a group of your you know it's, i can't say you're too big of a fan of but um i read, read a great uh great um i guess album review or like review the group in general sure. and uh so yeah right in the rendition of the in the anniversary you listen to pink floyd let's do it dude it's gonna be a lot of fun hey guys uh we'll do some pink floyd we'll have a great topic for you again appreciate you as always it's been a lot of fun uh, keep checking us out. We'll keep, and you know, we'll keep doing this. We're going to do this as long as we can. So, uh, uh, love you guys. Peace. See you.